made by Rockhurst University students for Rockhurst University students and anyone who's interested in life here at Rockhurst. There's a lot to talk about today from how the year started at the university and to how to get involved on campus to the start of Hispanic Heritage Month. But first, let's reintroduce ourselves. Um, list your name, your hometown, major, and then something like really memorable from the summer. So hello everyone, my name is Brianna Murrow. I'm a senior majoring in physics and medicine and bioethics. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. And I would say something interesting that happened over the summer. I was able to intern at the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, and I was able to work in their diversity, equity, and inclusion office. So it was a lot of fun being able to look at equity within like a more um, company um, point of view instead of just the academic realm. So I was able to learn a lot and hopefully I can bring a lot back with me here this year on campus. Nice, nice. Hello everyone, my name is Damian Hood. Uh, I'm a fourth year here at Rockhurst and I'm from Kansas City. And I would say my most memorable thing that happened this summer was very similar to Bree, to where it was an internship. Um, I worked with Children's Mercy, and it was a summer treatment program for kids with ADHD. And the most memorable thing over there was when a kid uh, was in timeout, and he saw, you know, it was a rainy, it was after a rainy day, so you know, there's some piles of mud and stuff like that. And he, they just stare at the pile of mud and they just get in there, scoop it, and they run up to the counselor and they put it all over his watch and they throw it at him and the other two counselors. Um, it, it, was, it was unfortunate, but it was hilarious to see them come back into the office. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, hi everyone. My name is Katia Rubelal. I'm from Heber Springs, Arkansas. It's a really small town. Uh, but we have a beautiful lake. My major is biomedical engineering and one of, I also worked at an internship, <laughs> but um, at Catholic Charities with refugees and migrants and that was a really big learning experience on its own. But my most memorable thing was that I finally got to fly on a plane for my first time like ever and realized I get really bad motion sickness in airplanes. Oh. So. It's not the best um, <laughs> flight experience. Oh, wow. So if you haven't already, make sure to comment, subscribe, rate us, uh, wherever you get your podcast from. And if you want to see this podcast um, on video, make sure to find us at youtube.com forward slash Hawks. And if you have like questions, topics, ideas, if you ever want to like come on here and be uh, like a co-host or a guest, we'd love for you to be here and you can reach us through rockers.edu or send us a message at Rockhurst University on Instagram. Absolutely. So please, please, please let us know. <laughs> but as you all know, it's a new year. So we're seeing a lot of new exciting changes on campus. So kind of what's new, what's different with you all, whether it may be academically, socially, like just what's, what's popping on campus this year? Um, I guess for me personally, I, um, I kind of like was introduced to maybe a different path I want to go to with my major. Mm -hmm. So I was originally like prosthetics, medical devices, but now I kind of want to do something with like the accessibility to them to like lower like to minority groups or to like different places and stuff just because I don't know, I really like the idea of helping people and then like with school and stuff, just classes, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's so many clubs going on. I feel like everyone's like on a really good start. And like, I hope 
it like continues on through the year. But what about you guys? I mean, something new with me is just the amount of responsibility that I've accumulated this year, um, <laughs> as, as well as academic, um, a bit stressful, but um, it's been really a blessing to have all this and to work through it. Um, gathered a lot of new skills, um, to where actually being organized, planning stuff, having to actually stay on top of it. Cause I was very much a um, improvising person, <laughs> wing it uh, type of thing, but I, I know I can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So just being around, I just surround myself with a lot more people that are um, more capable to do that and stay on top of their things and planning it. So I just think the responsibility and the love for it has been the most new thing for me when it comes to this year. Absolutely. I would say that for the new thing for me, like, yes, I have classes, but it's my first time being in a capstone course. So for my bioethics major, I have a capstone course this semester in which I will be presenting on it at the end of the semester. So that's very new. Um, I'm excited, um, a little nervous, but like, <laughs> I'm ready to get it done and ready to really like focus on something that I'm truly passionate about. Um, but like speaking of the new year, so as you all know, there's new first year students here on campus, mm -hmm. but I think it's also important to note that there is also another wave of students on campus and that's the new combination of having the St. Luke's students oh, yeah, here true. on campus, like, the nursing program, <laughs> the nursing <laughs> program. So I don't know, I kind of just want to talk about that a little bit because like we have so much emphasis on like freshmen and first year students, but I mm -hmm. think it's also important to um, acknowledge that there's also a new body of students where they may be juniors, seniors. And I was able to meet um, a few of them and they are so cool, they're really nice. And uh, St. Luke's, that building for Sedgwick is oh, amazing. It's like, crazy. I've, I've thought about changing my major and I'm a senior. <laughs> I'm a senior and I was like, man, I wanna, I wanna use this lab and yeah. I'm not even nursing. <laughs> but yeah, and is it, that's pretty cool. And is it true that uh, the students from Westport that were in nursing like came over here for this yeah. too. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why hard. there's a lot of traffic problems. Ye yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say too. I think we're at the final point, like a point to where like mostly everything is in person. Because even sometime last, so like I'm a junior, so my freshman year seemed like everybody was online. Mm -hmm. So there was like hardly anyone on campus. And sophomore year, we got some more inflow of people. Mm -hmm. And then now this year, it seems like everyone's like, okay, like I think I'm done with like virtual like i'm on campus and then there's just so much so that's like another group of people too yeah. that's like they're finally like on campus yeah, too so, so there's like a lot of different people trying to get used to it and then uh -huh. you're trying to be welcome to them and be like oh my gosh you know like how are you and then they're like oh yeah we're in class and like it's crazy i know man that's so amazing. I know you kind of mentioned parking, which is also <laughs> something else that's new that's happening this year. Yeah. So I live in the OCH and uh, there's even like in the morning, like around 8 a.m., there's cars parked all the way up forest. Like it's packed. Yeah. Um, but we have a new um, what, parking, parking lot. I almost said parking in. garage yeah. and that would have been so incorrect. <laughs> we have a new parking lot, so that's exciting. I heard it's to be about a little under, a little over 200, so really? it's exciting, yes. I like was looking at it and I was like, oh, that'll add some space, but I didn't know it was gonna add that much with it. I thought it was like 
50 cars. 50? I don't know. I don't have a really good count parking spaces like that. Yeah. I don't count. I just... Yeah, no. Hopefully that'll help cut down because I know so many people run late to class. Yeah. Or like, well, I live on campus too. But then if I have, to, I avoid, I like avoid leaving campus during the day because of parking mm-hmm. to then yeah, find parking again. Yeah, exactly. No. But that's like the worst feeling in the world. Um, have you guys talked to any of the freshmen and gotten to, well, you're on Senate, so <laughs> you've gotten to see a good variety <laughs> of people. Um, Actually, I've uh, been hanging out with a lot of the freshmen in Corcoran lately, and the atmosphere <laughs> over there is so great. It reminds me freshman year when Bree and I would just like hang it out, hang out in the lobbies of McGee and Corcoran. Yeah. They are doing that so every cool. hour. They stay up to like about twelve or mm-hmm. one as well. And when I tell you that they don't know each other and they still just come down and they introduce themselves, like it's still going like that. And being a DA over there, it's really great. They love me over there, and it's it's just so great. I love them there. That happened the other day, because <laughs> Damien oh, saw that's... me walking past Corcoran. <laughs> so then I came inside of Corcoran, and I was sitting down, and I'm like, oh, they're watching Cars. So then I started watching Cars, <laughs> watching and then movie. more people started coming, and then we all started watching a movie. <laughs> so I, I think that's really cool, though. Like, like I know like COVID has really taken like a toll yeah. on yeah. the classes that um, – pandemic really first happened so it's nice to see like more engagement with students especially like our first year students i think it's really beneficial and i'm excited to meet more of them honestly yeah that's like um one of the things i feel like people really try to at rockers is like to continue like to include and like grow relationships and stuff like that so it's nice to see yeah because like my freshman year like i was in corcoran but like you know, you couldn't have more than four people in a dorm. You couldn't yeah. do anything. So it's nice to, yeah, exactly. I don't know, something like that's really exciting to look forward to for other people. Mm-hmm. It's definitely exciting. Yeah. So are there any like new clubs that you all are interested in or like anything new from like the more extracurricular side of things? Well, I mean, like two interesting things about you. There's a current BSU president. President BSU president here with us. But then still a president. But still a president. (laughs) You all, I'm Brianna Murrow. Just just Brianna. Overseer. It's my president. Yeah. So do you have does BSU have anything cool planned? What do you guys um what do you want to focus on? So yeah. Um something that we have coming up at the end of this month is uh homecoming week. Uh, alongside yes. SAB as well. Um, one of the, two two of the members, sorry, two of the members from BSU, um, Achu and Jalia, were <laughs> very much um, excited for that. Mm-hmm. And they decided to like send us their plan for the week. They gave us like a whole rundown of what they wanted to see oh, really? throughout the week. That's and cool. I was like, this yeah. is great because this is something I envisioned uh, running for president. I wanted more involvement from the members yeah. and doing this already like second month mm-hmm. this semester already and I was like say less yeah. <laughs> we'll get it started so actually if you look start looking on the TVs here soon today or tomorrow um, that week uh, will be planned out and please show up sign up <laughs> that's <laughs> really good you guys are, and from your members because like yeah some of the other clubs we asked, I asked, like, are they going to do homecoming week? Some people didn't know. And then some were like, it's a lot of commitment. Yeah. So, like, as an e-board, you already have a lot of, like, 
you have to do this, yeah. you have to do that. And like, yeah, you go to general meetings, but then you have e-board meetings and then you have to meet with your advisor and like having a member, have members to step up. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, but like you it, said, it that, that, that makes you feel good that mm -hmm. like, okay, like people like care about the club more than right. just like coming, just you know? Up. Yeah, so it's really good. So true. I know with Senate, we had our first full Senate. So now we have newly elected and appointed <laughs> senators. <laughs> So we went from 17 people in August to now 30. Oh my so um, we now have full Senate, so it's very exciting. The first year, actually not even just first year students, but all of the new senators, like in their interviews, they had so many amazing ideas. And even where we're like, we're just writing down ideas, like oh, we gotta circle back to this. Yeah. And so now like we're very excited. And I know like Katie Mee, she's our vice president of programming, but like oh, yeah. she's very excited to really get like some different events happening because like as we all know like senate historically does like house of representatives or like senate leadership week but we're really mm -hmm. hoping to like be more in like the campus community as far as collaboration with other organizations but then also just bringing some flavor bringing something yeah. new so <laughs> i'm excited i can't wait to see what everyone comes up with and like the senators are just so eager for the new year so yeah. i'm excited <laughs> yeah no definitely like that's a good thing because like, i feel like Originally, a lot of people are like, oh, Senate, like the big, like right. people they're overseeing, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, it's your, it's your classmates and stuff. But like, yeah. it definitely did seem like, oh, like, yeah, Senate. And now I feel like, you know, slowly transitioning to that. Yeah. It can be like, oh, yeah, like a lot of the senators were at like the general meetings for like the different groups and stuff like that. Like, it's good to yeah. see and like different things. Excited for yeah. some of these events. Excited yeah. too. Um, but yeah. But with us, so let's see. For Voices for Justice, the main thing right now is just like um, IFTJ. And for yes. what that is, it's like the Ignatian Family Teaching uh, for Justice. So like 10, this year, 10 students will go to Washington, D.C. Um, and they kind of do like um, advocating. They meet like they lobbying and stuff like that. A really good experience and just really eye-opening. Um, so that's just what Voices for Justice has been focusing on and like um, our topics for this year are um, environmental racism, being mm -hmm. allies, and oh, voters' rights, just because mm -hmm. like the midterms are coming up in November. And We've so been working like, on that too on the Senate side. Yeah, yeah. that's like mm -hmm. an important thing that like sometimes people don't realize. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's so exciting. <laughs> and for BIPOC, I don't know, we're just like, I mean, the club is two years old now, so <laughs> it's still hard to like establish everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we're working towards it just to get more. We want to get like input of like, you know, like eboards like, oh yeah, we want to do this, but we're like, okay, what do like the members want to see? Like right. what they have, right. each one has different cultures and like, <laughs> you know, per, like how they identify and stuff that like would be nice to show on campus to get some like representation. Cause like when we did, uh, when they did a uh, Ramadan, like that was really cool. Like I yeah, like would have never experienced something like that. And it's like, I feel like something where Rockers is getting more towards like opening it up and like yeah. sharing all the culture, color and everything like that. So I don't know, we'll see how our year goes. Yeah, yeah. Spe exciting. speaking of two other cultures, um, actually I think it was last week, Bree and I had the opportunity to um, celebrate the Ethiopian New Year oh, with some I saw members of you guys did that. And that was so fun because we got it to learn so about more about their culture. And then even the way that we ate their food, it was different already. Like you had a tear piece, piece of the, I forgot the term, <laughs> of the, 
but you just <laughs> tear a piece of it and then like pick up your food and then eat it. It like makes you enjoy and savor the food more rather than just because I'm gonna tell you, a lot of us we saw it and we was thinking about rolling it up and then eating it like a brick, but that was <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> <a great> <laughs> <wasn't hard. laughs> Plus, like even learning like the dances. Oh my goodness! And like listening to music, mm-hmm. so it was very exciting. And like they actually are going to an event in Kansas City um, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're letting me wear some of their cultural clothes. So I'm, like, Aww. very excited. So, um, so I can't wait to really experience that. But it just goes to show, like, there's so many, like, cultures within and cultural identities that are within the students on campus. And, like, mm-hmm. just imagine taking, like, a moment to just have a conversation or spend an hour just learning about right. it, appreciating it. I just think it goes so far. Um, I feel like that's a good thing that we have. I think a lot of people are pretty good here at Rockers. They know how to culturally appreciate and not appropriate. And those two are very, like, it's really hard to for some people. And, like, you can, it's a really thin line. (laughs) And so, yeah, because I saw, like, uh, Lydia, like, what she posted and stuff like that with it. And, like, what everyone was wearing. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's just, like, it's so beautiful. And it's so nice. And, like, no, those are good things, like, to expose people to. Mm Because, like, I mean, I went to a really small town, so. It was just my family and I. <laughs> and then but. one of the big talks lately here on campus for something else that's like uh, dealing with culture is like black fraternities. That's what a lot of students oh, yeah. from BSU um, have been talking about amongst themselves. Um, again, another member has started this. I don't remember who specifically started, so I won't <laughs> give out the name on that. But <laughs> um, they even like started out a survey to see who's interested of like seeing like black fraternities here on campus. And we're trying to like get that started. That's been one of BSU's main goals um, for my term, our term uh, this year at least. Um, And I just think it'd be really great to see more um, excitement from the rest of Rockers to like get this opportunity for uh, kids of that culture as well. So, I mean, I just think that's very interesting and really important to talk about and keep it up, so. Yeah, definitely, because, like, I see, like, other schools, like, how they have their, like, black, like, fraternities and sororities and stuff, and it's just really interesting. Like, they don't do the typical sorority and, like, fraternity stuff. It's, like, a little different. And honestly, now then thinking about me, it's like, okay, like, BSUs is going to be able to get, like, black sororities, and eventually that can lead the path to, for, like, (laughs) Latino, like, fraternities and Mm -hmm. sororities. Because I see those two, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, how fun would it have been to experience something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. And like, hopefully like, you know, you guys working so hard, you can like open that gate up for everybody right. else. That's, that's a really, that's really interesting. That'd be really good to see. Cause you and I got to go to meet the Greeks at KU, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> KU, <laughs> it's got the school of May wrong. Yeah, I did get it but wrong. But it was a time to uh, meet like some of the black fraternities and sororities, um, commonly known as um, the National Panhellenic Council. Um, so it consists of nine um, sororities and fraternities and often referred to as the Divine Nine. So I was able to learn about them and like kind of like what they do. Um, like different requirements, but then also like what they stand for. I think it's amazing to see that they stand yeah. for um, very different things and then they have very different goals and how they connect with the community, even mm-hmm. as early as like high school and sometimes middle school. So I just think it's really cool yeah. overall. I thought it was a fantastic opportunity. I mean, being in that room, it was so empowering, not even in a fearful way, but like they had my attention and I was so 
eager to learn about each of their uh, organizations and everything. So, I mean, it was just a great opportunity to go up there. So, yeah. That's like definitely something really exciting to like, you know, kind of look forward to. I don't know, is there like, even within yourselves or like broad, like to Rockhurst or yourselves or to your organizations, is there like something you're like really excited to see like this semester or like this school year? So maybe not <laughs> this school year mm -hmm. and like, I'm, I've noticed that like my time is quickly winding down at Rockhurst, uh, no, do so like, <laughs> I'm even fine with just setting the foundation for stuff to grow, but like I really would like a multicultural center on campus. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know where, but I just think it'd be very beneficial. I remember when I was um, visiting different schools, my senior year of high school, I was able to see um, different places. And one school stood out to me. I'm not gonna say the school cause can't give them too much credit, but <laughs> um, it was amazing to see like, there was like a room and it had like, kind of like an open mic setup, but there was literature. And when I say literature, I mean, it was like black literature, Hispanic culture, Asian culture, like literature of like so many different um, countries cultures and then like flags of the different students represented That's on so campus cool. and it was just <laughs> such an amazing feeling and then like resources books but then also kind of like a lounge type area where like students can come they can feel safe they can have those conversations like that environment is set for them and of course like i think it's important to be intentional about creating that environment but then it's also important to be intentional about creating that environment all across campus mm -hmm. and not let it just be so confined to soul unity yeah. by Kafka and so forth like i just think it's very important um so yes that was not a short answer but that <laughs> is <okay>. that's, <laughs> that's what answer. i would like to see on campus so yeah um, to give more of a shorter answer. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, that's going to affect my I'll start off with this. Um, I have my, my barber <laughs> is actually here on campus. He works on campus uh, with custodian uh, staff and everything. Um, and I was talking to him and something that he would like to see that I would also like to see, but I just wanted to give the custodian employment um, credit to where that this is what they're wanting to see here on campus as well and how important it is outside of just the students alone. Um, and it is diversity inclusion officer. That's what they're really wanting. And it seems like a lot of students and faculty have forgotten that that, need, that is a position that needs to be filled here on campus just because we got multicultural of belonging filled in right mm -hmm. is that the, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so i just think that would be really great to have on campus i would love to see that again like i don't know when or how like when it get here but i just would love to see that here on campus as soon as possible <laughs> that's a really good point to you make because like at least for me personally like i try and appreciate our like custodial like all right. them people because like they do such a good job and stuff like that and they're like I mean, you know, sometimes like you'd be studying in here and like they come in and, and they're like, I'm sorry, no, like, I'm sorry. No, like, I'm you're just, sorry. I don't want to be inconvenience, you know, like, um, and like my, I've grown up cleaning houses with like my mom and like she's mm. done stuff like that. So like, I was like, be like, okay, like, you know, like I see my mom in them and stuff. So that's why I was like, try and treat them with like just a little more extra respect than right. like what yeah. some people might give them. Cause 
like it's not easy to like be after everybody cleaning picking up and doing stuff and like our like cafeteria ladies and everybody else in there and like everyone who just like all those small other little things that keep rockers going but like mm -hmm. give them more appreciation acknowledge them like talk to them and stuff but that's yeah i just went off of what you said but <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing too i like really passionate about is like they're really important people to rock we would not survive without them no we wouldn't i think it's 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 important to realize like every person on this campus is like a piece to a puzzle where yeah. there may be faculty staff student administration like everyone plays their part in like this bigger picture here at rockers and i just think it's an important sentiment to remember and i don't know you just appreciate the people around you even more yeah so. Definitely, yeah. especially being like a small like university, like yeah. there's a lot <laughs> <It's> of really small. <laughs> really small. There's a lot of um, closeness with yeah. everybody. And I think it's always trying to like get better at it and being genuine with it too, like intentional. So speaking of pieces of the puzzle and how every student kind of brings their culture with them here on campus, it's very important to note that if you all don't know, today is officially the first day of Hispanic Heritage Month. So, uh, Katia, <laughs> if you don't mind, can you kind of tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, Hispanic Heritage Month is from September 15th to October 15th, and it's just, like, celebrating, like, the Hispanic heritage, which, like, is different from, like, Latinos, because, like, mm -hmm. someone from that's Hispanic is someone who's a descendant from, like, a country that speaks Spanish. And mm -hmm. then, like, Latinos is, like, people basically all, like, in South America. So, like, there's some overlaps um, with it. Um, but, like, I feel like a lot of people kind of celebrate the two in between there just to get in. But, yeah, it's just to celebrate the culture, like, to recognize everybody and stuff like that. Um, like, I'm pretty sure today, too, is uh, the Independence Day for like Central Americans or something like that. Oh. I've been seeing that over too. So that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, and it's like, I mean, you get to celebrate it however you want to. And um, Seoul's been doing a really good part of it. They did their Seoul week this um, this week. So they had a bunch of different mm -hmm. things like paletas, aguas frescas, like bracelet stickers. Um, they're having their Seoul Fest today. Yeah, so excited. I'm excited. I heard there's a mechanical bull. So oh. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they've been doing a really good at promoting it. Um, they did, um, Karen, their uh, PR, did their uh, did a takeover on uh, Rockhurst's um, Instagram, the yeah. university Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so, like, to me, this is, like, a really good thing to see because, like, I think one thing, like, that's important is, like, representation matters. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's, like, Black History Month. Like, that's really good time. That's for, like even though you should celebrate it all like year round and stuff like that, that's like a time where it's like really it's dedicated to it, you know, yeah. Pride Month and other things or there's certain days. And so I don't know, to me, it's just like really important because like I'm from like Mexico, like that's where originally I'm from. I was born there. I lived a few years there. And so it's always like a good like reminder to like touch up on my roots, touch up <laughs> on my Spanish, like get connected again with my family, like, and I don't know, it's just like, to me, it's a really good time because I love to see everyone representing because, like, it's Hispanic heritage. So it's not just, like, people from Mexico. It's, like, from different countries. Right. And it's always, nice. like, one thing I just always love to see is, like, how, even within the own states of, like, Mexico, but, like, then even the countries, how, like, everyone 
says certain things differently or sometimes it's the same food but like they prepare it a little differently and like I just love like seeing that especially more now because people are like all about it like they want to be like oh yeah like it's time to party like it's good to celebrate but yeah that's just what Hispanic heritage kind of is to me I know some people have different interpretations some people have different celebrations um I'm just excited to see what else is like the rest of the month till October 15th (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And you can catch up on past seasons as well on our YouTube channel. So make sure that you um, mention us at Rock Coast University whenever you're watching it or if you have your take on it. And then on Instagram for any topic ideas. So with that being the case, for Damien, Katia, and me, have a great day. Thank you so much. See you later. (laughs) Get it? Oh, good. (laughs) Nailed it.